Yo, 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 what's up, everyone? I'm Trayton, the co-host of Three Guys in a Pod. I'm here with my boys, Travis and Cody. How you doing, fellas? You! Doing great, boys. Let's run it back. Let's do it again. Episode two. Yes, sir. All right, so uh, just a little preview for today's pod. We got a mock draft later in the show. But uh, before we do that, let's talk a little news and notes from this week. I'm going to tell you the headline, and you tell me if it's just actual news or noise. First one, two got the Dolphins community hot and bothered this past week with some juicy workout picks. Was it news or was it noise? Ooh, that's tough. I, I think it's news. I think Dolphins Twitter likes to overreact a little bit to just about everything to a related. But, you know, he's training. He didn't get through that last year to that extent. He, his body looks good. He looks like he's put on a little weight already. So mm-hmm. I'll say it's news. Travis? I'd, ha- I'd have to agree. I'd go I'd go news. Um, you know, Dolphins fans, you have two, two different – you know, you have two ends of the spectrum. You have one end to um, – you know, they never – you know, they're a fan of him because he's on the team, but they're not, they just, they don't think he's that good. They think, you know, borderline bust. Um, so to them, you know, it's annoying. They're tired of the, you know, the hype, the hype annoyed them. You see a lot of people say, you know, him coming in, all the hype uh, around him. It, you know, that's kind of what set up this season where because he didn't, you know, come through and necessarily have a good, a good season. Um. But you know, then you have the other you have the other spectrum where the, there's some fans who are definitely overreacting a bit, and they're the hype. They were they're part of the hype, that big hype going into the season. But yeah, I mean, it, I think it's it's news. He uh, like we've talked, we talked last show. He gets a full off season. He gets a, he gets an off season that's you know somewhat normal. Um, we're getting back to you know completely different to where we were um, this time last year. So. Yeah, I think it's I think it's something. He's getting that he's getting that work in and he's uh you can tell he's getting stronger. Those those arms, baby. I'd squeeze them. I did hear where he played seven pounds lighter as a rookie than he did at Alabama. So maybe there's something to it. Mm-hmm. I think maybe the gram might the angles, you know, he's getting the perfect angles that look like he's ripped yeah. and everything. So it might be a little overreaction, but right. he definitely I, think, I think we'll see a heavier player. Yeah, I think he'll get his body back to where it needs to be. Yep. I, I agree. All right, next one. With free agency approaching, stories already coming out about potential interests and deals that may be in place. This week, the Dolphins and former Green Bay Packer Aaron Jones were said to have a mutual interest. The reports are the deal could be for about four years, $50 million, $25 million guaranteed. Is it news or noise? Travis? Um, I would say for that one, um, I'm going to go noise. Um just to be, um, I mean, there, there might be, there, I'm sure there's partial truth to it. Um, you know, if you're, you know, just like with, um, with, um, you know, like our, our GM, um, he, I mean, he has to do his due diligence, you know, and that would be him reaching out to, I mean, you have to reach out to a player like that. So <sighs> I'm sure there's some news to it, but I would say it's more noise at this stage right now. I would say. I think, I think it's probably noise. I think the Dolphins have been linked to just about every free agent possible. Yeah. yeah. If we know anything about Brian Flores, he's keeping everything close to the chest. There's no way we're letting all this information out there. We're interested in every free agent, every possible draft pick. Like, I don't know how this 
information's getting out to the media, but I think there's a lot of smoke screens, mm-hmm. smoke screen season. Mm-hmm. But I will say in the, in the case of Aaron Jones, I think what would tempt, him, tempt me with it, one, two is on his rookie contract. So if there was ever a time to overpay for a running back, it'd be now. That said, I do think obviously it makes more sense to get a running back in the draft if you can. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But what if we don't get Najee Harris? What if we don't get Javante Williams or Travis Etienne? Mm-hmm. Maybe we're trying to give ourselves a little more flexibility in the draft just in case someone really good falls to 18 and we don't get to take Najee Harris. But in the perfect world, absolutely, I would rather draft a running back. But right. I can see why it might be tempting for Chris Greer to consider it. Because, I mean, Aaron Jones, he's, he's a great player. I mean, we saw him in the playoffs running hard. Like, that's what our running game has been missing. So I wouldn't underestimate what his impact would do to the offense. All right, next one. Former Bama teammate and Heisman winning receiver, Devontae Smith reportedly said he would take Mac Jones over Tua. Is it news or noise? I'll take this one. It's noise. <laughs> Tua's already on a team. I'm, a Tua, I'm not a Tua believer, but come on now. Tua's already on a team. Yeah. He just won him a Heisman. He's trying to hype up his boy and get him drafted in the first round. It's, it's noise. I would agree with that. I don't think, yeah, I think you said it perfectly. That was going to be my answer. Um, you know, I've seen a lot of people say, um, you know, well, he should have said both. Well, guess what? You're not in that position. So you don't know what you would have said either. He he did the right thing, too, is in the NFL, you know, and I, I don't have any problem with uh, with what he said. And I'll still take him. Yeah, I think, I think it's noise, too. I think, look, he might feel that way. He had a Great season, won the Heisman Trophy with Mac Jones at quarterback. So I completely understand why he would feel that way. And Mac Jones had a hell of a season. He might be a, the better college quarterback than Tua statistically. So, mm-hmm. but I think I don't think he's the same prospect Tua is at all. I don't think his skill set translates to the NFL the way Tua's did as far as his release, just his accuracy. I mean, Mac Jones had a lot of accuracy at Bama, but I think he's just like a heavy footed. He doesn't really move well. I don't know. I just don't see him being a great NFL quarterback, but I could be wrong. But Devontae Smith is not a GM. He's not a, a talent evaluator. He's got he had a great season. He has his opinion and that's I'm not reading too much into it. And I would still take him as well if we feel like he's the best receiver for us. Definitely. All right. Speaking of the receiver, last bit of news from Pro Football Network. We are interested in Jamar Chase with third overall pick. News or noise? I mean it's news. Uh, it's news that was made into noise. Of course, we're interested in him. I mean, like Cody said already, and everyone should know this, and I tweeted this you know, earlier, if you think the Dolphins are telling people what they're doing, you're, you're nuts. I mean, this is, this is 100%. I mean, it could be smokescreen. It, it could be truth. I mean, of course, it's, it's true. Of course, they're interested in him. Um, you know, but yeah, I mean, so it's it's news, but I mean it's it's noise at this stage leading up to the draft, trying to get yourself set up, you know, in position to get the person you want, whether it's, you know, oh, yeah, we want this person, just saying that to get the actual guy you want or if it's the actual guy. But of course we're interested in him. Yeah, it's it's noise. It's like I said, it's smoke screen season. You can't take any of this. You got to take it all with a grain of salt. Like teams are putting opposite messages out there. A team who maybe wants uh, chase the fall to them or wants Devontae Smith to follow them, whatever, they could be putting that information out there. So wouldn't read too much into it. Um, that said, I think Dolphins fans have been underrating Chase for a while now. I think he's an elite prospect. 
had a hell of a season in 2019. I think we all have some recency bias where we've seen Devontae Smith mm-hmm. more recently, seen, seen Jalen Waddle more recently. So maybe we're more inclined to think that they're better. And I think, it, but I think it's a close call between those three. I think Chase brings a lot to the table. He's not just a jump ball guy. I think a lot of people want to say he's just a jump ball guy, but I think he's got a lot of speed. I think he's going to run a four, four something in the 40. And I think people are going to be blown away by what he brings to the table. So I wouldn't rule him out at three at all. All right. Yeah, I agree. I agree. All right. So before we start the mock draft, we just want to get you guys uh position with like how we think uh, our team needs are for this all season, what we're looking at. So what do you think our biggest needs are? Cody? Um, obviously, number one is wide receiver. I mean, we definitely need to get two of some weapons. So I put that number one. Um Number two, I'm tempted to say O-line, but we just don't really know how the rookies are going to develop. So let's say they maybe don't take a drastic step in year two. I would put O-line definitely number two, but if they do improve a lot, I think O-line maybe isn't up there as high. Um, Then obviously running back, I think I liked what uh, Miles Gaskin and uh, Savan Ahmed did towards the end of the year. I think they're a good two and three option, but I do think we need a, a number one back. Um, I'll put edge after that. I think we kind of have a pass rush by committee. We don't have like that one dominant edge rusher, but I think if we did have that, that might set our defense up to even, um, to that complete elite level. I think our defense is still a couple pieces away. I'm not sure they're quite at that elite level, regardless of opponent yet. Um, then I put linebacker. Um, I think we need another guy in the middle. Landon Roberts had a pretty bad knee injury towards the end of the season, so we're going to need to replace him. He was a free agent anyway, so I don't really see us resigning him. Uh, but just someone in the middle who can stuff running lanes, who can play sideline to sideline, who can cover. I think Flores really likes an athletic linebacker. Um, so I think we're definitely going to be in the market for one. I also think safety. I think we might be looking for another safety. I think we like what we have with Bobby McCain and Eric Rowe. Um, neither one of them are like great playmakers though. So if they're, we could upgrade the position. Um, so I'm not sure if we're going to do that this year or we're going to get a developmental guy to kind of set back. Um, then lastly, we do need to find a backup quarterback. Mm-hmm. You know, all the talks about training for one, but I think two is our guy and we need to find someone to back him up. I don't think Fitzpatrick is going to come back unless he can't find a team who's going to offer him a starting role or at least compete for a starting role. So I think we're definitely going to be in the market to find a good veteran to back up to a, yeah. those would be my needs. I agree with all that. And uh, to piggyback on you, receiver, O-line, running back for offense. But the point is we need to play complementary football. We can't rely on our defense, special team, and coaching to win us every game. So once we get in the games with the big boys like the Chiefs, the Bills, all of them, we're going to need playmakers. We're going to need guys that can score points because our defense got us three picks or three turnovers and sacks versus Kansas City, they still beat us by like yeah. what ten. So we're gonna we need to score points. Agree. All right, so we're about to start the mock draft, but before we do, let's just pay homage to Bill O'Brien for giving us the third overall pick. Thank you, Bill. <laughs> You're the real MVP, Bill. You're the real MVP. Come on down to Miami, baby. Thank you. Mm-hmm. We win a Super Bowl, he gets a ring, right? Definitely. <laughs> Got to send one. The next few years. So. 
What an idiot. So, uh, the rules for the mock draft, we're going to each get a vote on each pick, and we're going to give each other time to like make our case for each guy. And if we're all three dead set on someone different, then we're just going to go with the highest ranked guy. And we're using Pro Football Network for this draft. So. And this is like our rough draft draft. Yeah. Yes. I don't know about you guys, but some of these later round prospects, I haven't really got around to <laughs> watching all the film on them yet. So I need to do some more homework, but it's a fun starting off point before free agency. We know we're going to fill some needs in free agency. So that might clear up some of the guys who might target in the draft. But I think for this first one, we kind of just get a feel for who we might target with each pick. I think it'll be fun to get that conversation started. Yeah, I agree. Uh, let me just get this situated real quick. So number three, overall, first pick. Trevor Lawrence went off the board first, followed by Zach Wilson. Wow. So who are we going at three, boys? We're on the clock. This is the war room. Let's see it. I'm taking school. So, first of all, I'm taking school. First of all, what? you are? You already doing yeah. that? I was going to say, first of all, I was going to ask, do we have any trades to consider? Yeah. Well, oh, we're uh, doing that. Oh, we're going big time. So we got San Francisco calling in. They're offering us pick 12, pick 43, and next year, their next year's first. Then we got the Patriots offering us 15, 46, 120, and then next year's first. And then the Lions, 7 and 41. Mm-hmm. What are we thinking? Ooh. The Lions won. I think the, that's, that's a tempting range because I know we're still going to get one of our – the top receivers we want. Um, I think the the 49ers trade is a little more fair. I think they're giving us a first, a, a day two pick. I think the Lions should probably offer more than just one day two pick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially if they're coming up for a quarterback. I think trading back to where New England is is too far from my comfort. I'd want to. Right. Yeah, that's way too far for me. We're missing out on all the elite prospects at that point. Right. So. Um, I might do the the Lions the Lions trade though just to see what we get at forty one. I think in the real world we'll, they'll also throw in a future pick. Yeah, at least another second. Yeah, but for this sake, I wouldn't mind doing that and seeing what we end up with at seven. Charles, um, I'd still take I, I'd still take probably Sewell. Um, I guess that's that's my answer right now, just because with um. You know, the Lions trading for Goff, I don't know. I mean, they might want to trade up to take Sewell. I guess it's likely, but I think in my head, I don't know. Um, I, I'd still take Sewell. If he, if, he were, if he were to be there at three, I would take him. And you guys know how bad I want, Dev- you know, I want Smith. But, yeah, I would take Sewell, I guess, right now. Ooh, so I got the deciding Wait, you pick got the, here. You got the tie-breaking vote here. You guys yeah. know I love Sewell, but I'm also interested in trading back, so we're going to trade back. We're switching it up. All right. We're switching it, it up. All right. So Justin Fields went, then Zach Wilson to the Falcons, and then Sewell to um, the Bengals. The Bengals? Yep. And then Jamar Chase to the Eagles. So we're up. So basically right now we're choosing between Devontae Smith, and Jalen Waddle. Waddle, and maybe to a lesser extent, Kyle Pitts. Yep. All right? Mm-hmm. Travis, I know this is your zone. Make your case for Smith, man. Well, 
since uh you know i won't be upset with that actually last episode i said the actual you know i I said actually i'd like to trade back i just think in my head i wouldn't see it with the lions but um i would take that so yeah give me a smith and i'm happy he's a stud yeah we uh we talked about at the earlier wide receivers is our biggest need so i'm good with taking smith really because I thought you were kind of becoming a waddle guy a little bit. I think I need another week before I fully commit. Okay. I think part of it, too, yeah. is like, I mean, I don't know. For me, maybe it is a little bit of just, you know, with waddle being hurt, um, maybe maybe that is part of it. Um, but, yeah, it's just Smith right yeah. now. You know what I mean? What do you I, think? I also give the slight edge to Smith. I really love waddle, and I think for this year's team – uh, Waddle might actually be the best fit as far as because you know we're going to have Devontae Parker and Preston Williams on the outside to have Waddle in the middle as that speed threat is just someone who's going to take the top off the defense I would love it but I think long term I think I'm going to go with Smith just because his production you really can't argue with that like he had back-to-back years of well over 1,000 yards and we saw what he did this past year so right I like I like Smith a lot still and I would, I would go with him here at seven as well I'll make it official. Sweet. All right. Send it in. If it is. Fuck it. Send it in. <laughs> Send it in. All right. So just to highlight a few guys, Micah Parsons went number nine to the Broncos. Uh, Waddle went uh, eight to the Panthers. And Pitts went 13 to the Chargers. Rashad Bateman also to the Raiders at 17. And then 16, our boy Jeremiah Owusu Koromoa to Love the him. Cardinals. That sucks. So we're in a good spot here. They're on the clock. Who who do we got left? Rashawn Slater's on the board. Najee Harris. uh, The offensive tackle from USC. Elijah. uh, Gregory Russo. We got some good options here. Ooh, this is is my dilemma here. I love Najee Harris, but like I said, I'm not completely married to it because if we get a guy like maybe Gregory – Rizua, like if he falls to 18, I would, I would consider it because um, I think we do need a great edge player. But I still, I think I'll still go, go with Najee Harris just because I think um, Gregory Rizu, I'm not even saying his last name right. I'm probably butchering the hell out of his last name. But it's, <laughs> but, I, but I've watched him. I think he gets a lot of his pass rushing opportunities from the interior, which I don't know how well that will translate to the NFL. So I'd be tempted to go with him just because I think our defense is a couple pieces away from really solidifying ourselves. But I think getting Najee Harris would be such a boon to our offense. Just a little uh, thought here. One thought I had this past week. What did you think of the idea of us trading back into the first if ETN and Najee Harris are there? That gives us the flexibility of a fifth-year option still, like trading into like 23 or 24, something like that. And then mm. after his rookie years, after the five years is done, you can franchise him or give him a two-year deal like Derrick Henry. What do you guys think of that? I'm not. That's that's deep. I didn't. Even, that wasn't even on my radar, but I didn't either. Something to consider. Yeah, that's. I mean, it's a good. It's definitely a good thought. I'm just. I would be worried, and I guess I'll just answer. You know who I would take. Um, I would just be worried going, you know, depending on how far back we go. I feel like because my pick would be Najee Harris, obviously. I'm not big on uh, ETN, Etienne, whatever his name is. Yeah. I, I don't care. Uh, I just, I'm not big on him. I've been, I've been against him 
I don't know. I just, his, he, I think if I remember correctly, he only had like four or five turnovers, but it was just enough that what I saw and maybe I just need to watch more. I just wasn't big on him. So it's a good idea, but I want Najee. So that's why, yeah. you know, I'd also take, if you, if you want Najee Harris, you don't risk no. it in my opinion. And I like, if you, if you have your guy there, you take him, you don't get cute. You don't try to finesse something down the line. Right. Najee Harris is your guy. You take him at eight. And who's at, who is, uh, cause the Cowboys, you got the bears after us. You got the Colts. Um, yeah, yeah I just, and yours. Hold on. yeah. So, and you know, I didn't, um, my, my needs were basically the same as Cody. It was wide receiver O-line. Uh, I had Edge actually third, but I'm, you know, with Edge, I'm still just Charles Harris did a number on me mentally. <laughs> so I wouldn't want to take, even though that was my needs, I just wouldn't want to take Edge yet. Just looking at the board and knowing what's, you know, to come. Um, so, yeah, my pick would be Harris. And that's my explanation for everything, basically. Well, Harris is the pick regardless of what I say, but. I would have went Slater. We have time to try to convince us otherwise. We said we gave each of us a chance to make our case. So who would your pick be? I would go Slater from Northwestern. A lot of people are talking him up, and some even have him higher rated than Sewell, which I think is dumb. But it's because he's so technically sound. Yeah, my only concern with him, I've seen some people say he's probably better suited to be inside long term because he doesn't yeah, really have the I length to play tackle. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, inside, I think we're kind of set with maybe Robert Hunt and Solomon Kinley long term if – if we get another tackle and move on inside. So that's why I'm not as crazy with him. I think he might be a pretty big, good pick at 18, but I would still go Najee Harris here. Najee me, baby. All right. On to the next one. So Rousseau went right after us. Tells you what kind of player he is. <laughs> yeah. And then Slater went to the Ravens. Ooh, that's a good one. If they trade uh, Orlando Brown. Oh, yeah. They are, they are rumored to be getting rid of him. Ooh, our boy Kadarius Tony went to the Saints. Ooh. All right, we're up on the clock. We got ETM still there, but we just picked. Of course he is. <laughs> we're not going to double up on <laughs> Tony Beck. Uh, we got Jalen Mayfield, offensive tackle from Michigan. White Davis, okay. guard for Ohio State. Jalen Phillips, edge for Miami. Baron Browning, linebacker, Ohio State. So we didn't get a chance to get Zavin Collins, huh? No, we didn't. Was, he went to that work. was gonna be my number one yeah. target. Yeah. We were talking about that earlier. He's uh he's a per- uh, perfect fit for uh, Flores. He really is. I- I'd love to have him here at thirty six, but if he's not there, we're gonna have to do something else. Think of an alternative. The first name you said, Jalen Mayfield, I think might be a good pick on the offensive line. It's cause he has experience in both tackle spots. Yeah. He doesn't have it as much film as some of the other tackle guys, but he fits the mold of what we look for in an offensive lineman. He's big, like 316, 320. He's also athletic, I think a little bit more so than Robert Hunt. So if you take him at, for, to play right tackle to protect to his blind side and you move Robert Hunt inside, and I think you address two positions with one pick. Mm-hmm. Um, so that might be my pick. Um, Another one I would consider is Jalen Phillips, the edge from Miami. I, I honestly think he might be a top 10 pick if it wasn't for his concussion concerns. Like he had three concussions in college and mm-hmm. medically retired for a brief moment. And then, but he went to Miami last year and had a great season. He'd really be a complete package as far as great setting the edge against the run. He has the, the size that we look for in that like three, four outside linebacker. 
So if we're willing to take the risk on him, I would consider that as well. But we also have a uh, pick forty-one coming up since we did the trade. So that's true. If we think one of them will drop, Jalen Mayfield is ranked higher in the ranking. So do we think Jalen Phillips would drop? That's that true. true. All right. Rondale Moore went to the Giants, and we're back on at pit 50, and Browning was on the board still, and so is Humphrey. Ooh, nice. I'm glad we went Phillips yes. then. Terrace Marshall, wide receiver LSU, if we want to double down as well. Just throwing that out there. but I think the – I would. I like Terrace Marshall a lot. I might be a little more tempted to do a more of a slot mm-hmm. guy, like a speedier guy, but um, that's an option too. Can you read who was available again? Uh, Terrace Marshall, Baron Browning, mm. Creed Humphrey, Landon Dickerson, center from Alabama, Amon St. Brown, USC wide receiver. Did we? Did we? Jabril Cox, LSU running or linebacker. And we took um, we took uh, Mayfield from Michigan already, didn't we? Yep. We got offensive tackle. I guess me, me personally, I would go. LB then considering who we were just talking about. I think it'd be uh getting Ohio State guy in there. Um, you know, we've got a good core, especially with Baker. Baker's an Ohio State guy. Uh you can kind of get him a, a replacement for McMillan. Like Cody said, he can play side to side. Um, so yeah, that'd be my pick. I'm alright with taking Jalen yeah. Mayfield. Sure okay. the offensive line. Our defense isn't the main concern this offseason. Like we I would love to improve the edge, but if we don't, we'll still have a top fifteen unit. Yeah. So. Yeah, I think. Yeah, go I ahead. was gonna say. I mean, I was gonna say. I was preparing to say Phillips just to be different, um, but I would have no problem with uh, with doing uh, O line here, especially because I forgot about the trade. I'm glad Trayton said that because I forgot about the trade. So we would have another pick coming up. Um, I'm sure Phillips will probably. I'm gonna say this. That's not gonna happen. We'll see what happens. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna still take O line. I think. I think we could. I would. I would agree with that. Um, and we'll let's see what happens with this. Uh, with the next next pick, if Phillips is still there. Let's hope. All right. We got Jalen Mayfield. Travis Etienne went to the Steelers. That's actually a sneaky good. Not bad. They need to replace uh, Trey. And you're a fantasy guy. They need to replace. Yeah, yeah, he drives me nuts. Okay. Anyway. Uh, oh, he fell to us. There we go. Let's go. There we go. He did. Do we want to just mention other names just in case? We got Baron Browning, linebacker, Ohio Ooh. State. Creed Humphrey, center, Oklahoma. Yeah, so Creed Humphrey and Baron Browning are would be two great fits here because we obviously need a linebacker, like we've said. Um, and obviously we need a center. I don't know if we're completely sold on Ted Karras going forward. So I think Creed Humphrey is my favorite center in the draft. So I would consider him too, but we also just went offensive line. Yeah. So is that too many resources when we can maybe upgrade the defense? We haven't touched the defense yet. I'd probably go defense here just because we already got the O-line and then maybe try to address center um, in a future draft. Or free agency. I'm not gonna lie. I also like uh, the Baron Browning. Um, you know, being in Indiana, the new, the, you know, waiting for Notre Dame games at 3:30. I catch a lot of the Big Ten games, and you know, Ohio State didn't play that many games this year. But um, I knew of him before um, this year, um, and the games I did see him this year, I would be intrigued by that, but. Yeah, because of our uh, because of our needs and 
Uh, where I have Edge, I would take Phillips, like I had said before at the last pick. I think that the, the discussion here is between the highest upside. I think that's mm-hmm. Phillips. I think he could potentially be an elite player if he can stay right. healthy. Brownie is the safer yeah. pick, and I think it also addresses yep. the need. He's athletic, plays sideline to sideline, can cover, can do a lot of things we asked the linebacker to do. So right. I'd be fine with either. Trayton, do you have any thoughts? Uh, I'm going to go – my vote's on Jalen Phillips. I think we need the edge the most. Yeah. We, we'll need linebacker and stuff, but I think with Flores' system, he can find guys in the rough. Like Van Ginkle this past year came on, played really well for us. Yeah. And we had Landon Roberts, Van Doy, and all those guys in uh, the Patriots system. Mm-hmm. They just seem to just roll them out year after year, different guys. So. I think Flores can work. If we're, we're going to find backups or like guys who can fill depth, it's easier to find linebackers later yeah, in the draft exactly. or in free, than like a great edge player. And Phillips has that potential, so I would take a chance. That's very true. I think I don't remember Cody exactly where you had LB, but I know for mine, just making like a six to seven. I mean, LB's last on my list, but like you said, it's a, it's an intriguing option. It's best, you know, like you said, safe option. Um, but yeah, gotta be Phillips. Phillips on this pick. Likewise. Yeah, I'm tempted to go Creed Humphrey. This like completely set the offensive line, but I think we got to – that's a lot of resources to the offensive line back-to-back here, so I would solidify the defense potentially and get another front seven piece and an athletic piece that Flores would love to use. So I'm going Browning. Humphrey was tempting. Yeah. I, I saw earlier someone, someone had did uh, – on Twitter, someone had did a uh, jersey, a Dolphins jersey swap with him, and I was like, ooh, okay. And then, you know, I've, I kind of just reading up on him and everything. But, yeah. Train, what did you think? What were you going to say? If this was next year, I would probably take Creed Humphrey and then just kick out flowers, cut him, get cap. But since it's this year, I'm probably just – I'd go Browning as well. He just feels a. Uh, I think we're doing pretty good, boys. Too. I know. I'm, I'm liking our draft so far. I wish we could. Yeah. So we're up at pick 81. We got Amari Rogers, wide receiver, Clemson. Tyan Wallace, wide receiver, Oklahoma State. Um, Kenneth Gainwell, running back, Memphis. That's my boy right there. <laughs> <laughs> Talanoa Hufanga, safety, USC. What do you guys say? Oh man, I love Amari Rogers. I I figured you'd get there. I, I watched him in the Senior Bowl. He was so fun to watch in the Senior Bowl. I think he's like a really complete package as a slot receiver. He's got the speed, but he's also built like almost like a running back. Like he's he's densely built, which I think he can go over the middle, and make difficult catches. Um, I don't think you're gonna worry about him too much with injuries and stuff like that. So. I like him a lot. I think another guy we consider here is Elijah Moore, if he's still there. Ooh, Elijah Moore. That's what – okay. I like him. I like his tape. He's like a really great route runner. Like he smokes people. Um, got a lot of speed. I think Amari Rodgers probably has a little less speed, but he's still in that 4-4 range. Like I said, I really like his – how he's built. I like he can – has a good catch radius. He can catch passes that are um, slightly off target. So that would be my pick. Jess, you're gonna have to split the vote here. I'm on. Uh, I'm on Elijah. <sighs> oh boy, <laughs> I love it. Um, unless you have someone else. No, I I would agree with those two. Um, I would have to go Elijah because that's who. That's honestly who I was thinking at first. Um, I haven't seen. I haven't seen a lot 
from him, but that was the first name that, that when I heard that, that was the first name that popped in my head. So I'd go Elijah, Elijah Moore. I can live with it. I like Amari Rogers a little better, but I like Elijah Moore a lot. Both too, are good so. picks. I think, uh, I think Elijah Moore would help us more, uh, more in the long term and taking over that like Devontae Parker role, but Amari Rogers would help us next year for sure a lot more. Fill in that slot role. Yeah. All right. Pick 123. Do you guys have any favorites in the late round before I start reading off names? My favorite at 123, if he's still there, is Osa Odigizua from UCLA. I think he's the perfect for the five tech. I think he'd be great for our defensive line if he's still there. He is still there. Let's go. Actually, I'm trying to convince you guys. Like, I think he's another type of edge guy, but he can play the five tech, so he'll play like defensive line in a three, four alignment. And then on passing downs, he can go inside. He looked really good in the senior bowl. He's very quick, um, explosive. He's a little shorter than what we look for in those type of uh, front seven players, but he's got these freakish, freakishly long arms that make up for it. So I think he checks the box for the length as well. Cause Flores is very, loves to have lengthy front seven players. So that's my pick. Uh, I need to see who else is available. That's who I want. Yeah, I got to hear who's available. I would go tempted to go with safety, like Tyree Gillespie, safety for Missouri, or like Jamie and Sherwood, safety for Auburn, just to have that extra guy out there just in case we have injuries or someone falls flat next year. But I'm also good with the defensive tackle if you are if you feel that much. Here's, a, here's, a, here's the thing. We're going to probably lose Devon Godshaw. Yeah. Yeah. We need to find some depth along – and I don't want to just draft a safety just to check a box for mm. like a need. I want to draft who I think is going to be the best player long term because our needs are going to change every year. Yeah. So I want to I want to draft the player who I think is best, and I think him at um, one twenty three is a, a steal. Who who are the um, just for kicks? Who are the uh, what are the players? What are the options? <laughs> uh, we got offense tackle BYU Brady Christensen. We got uh, Khalil Herbert. Uh, Chuba Hubbard is on the board still. Running back for uh, Oklahoma State. Hmm. Okay. And what was Cody's pick? Uh, Defense tackle. Osa Odigazua. Yeah. Okay. Um, You guys are going to laugh at this, but just because I wanted (laughs) – just because I'm gonna go random, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna pick a random one. Is Aaron Banks still available? Nah, I was just gonna. I was just about to bring that up. Yeah, he got picked like five <laughs> spots before us. I thought you were gonna mention him. Sean Wade also got picked before us. That was another name I like. Gosh dang! Ohio State. So yeah, I think Aaron Banks would be a good pick at this spot. I think he's perfect for what we look for. That was really gonna be my pick. Um, killed it in the season. He did. I, I like. I, I liked. Uh, and of course, I mean, he's from Notre Dame, so it's kind of a biased opinion. <laughs> but when you watch every single game, it's like, um, uh, whatever. I'll just agree with Cody at this point. <laughs> I'll just. That's what you get for not doing yeah, your homework, man. You I'm gonna have to. Do, I already told you guys. So I told them before we started. I didn't do my homework for the later round, so I don't really. These ones are all them, and it'll get even worse because then we're gonna really get to some names where it's like, okay, whatever. Um. Wait, okay. We only got one more pick. Oh, do we? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we only have one more after this. This is like the round where no one knows anyone except Cody knew him. <laughs> okay, let me ask one more question. I know a few names. Is Nico Collins available then? Uh, is he taken already? I might have missed it. 
He is available. Okay. Well, then there you go. That's my picks. That's one of the one people, again, like I said, watching Big Ten games. Travis, we've already went two wide receivers. Hey, what are you doing? Hey, dude, did you see our issues this past year? I'm scarred. Okay. <laughs> we're gonna sign some, we're gonna sign someone in free agency. You don't know that. We know Devontae Parker, Preston Williams, Lynn Bowden Jr. I think are gonna make the team. So we have three guys we're carrying over. How many roster spots are you gonna dedicate Guess to one what? position? I want bro? like Come ten. On. I want like ten wide receivers going into training camp for if anything bad happens. Because if I have to watch um Hollins or I like I don't even want to watch I don't want to watch Jakeem Grant this year like so I yeah judge me all you want I don't care I Elijah Moore is gonna easily replace yeah, Jakeem he Grant he's off Good. the roster well give me one more guy just in case well you're not getting him because I'm riding with Cody That's fine he gave he gave a pass each about it look <laughs> we can't just all be the same all right I had to give a different answer no that's all right you're fine at least I knew. I'd say that's an option we can consider. Maybe if the Dolphins don't get two receivers early, maybe they look at Nico Collins for the 123rd pick. So it's a good option to talk about. This is getting guys out there that we like. I'm with it. All right. Pick 208, final pick, also known as who is this guy? Welcome to the Dolphins. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Do you guys have any late round this way or this far back? We got Landon Young, offensive tackle, Kentucky. If you want to bolster the offensive line even more, Paris Ford, Pitt. What do you guys think? I'm looking at the list now. There was a few guys. Uh, Chris Rump from Duke I liked as an edge guy, but we've kind of already addressed that. So, mm-hmm. But I don't know. It's, it's the, what is it, the sixth round? These guys yeah. probably, probably aren't going to make the team anyway, maybe a practice squad guy. So exactly. I would just take best player available. I don't think we're going to fill any needs at this point. Um also, like Trey Brown from Oklahoma as a corner, maybe someone that we could potentially look at, switch to safety long term. Maybe I think Flores loves to have safeties who previously played corner. If you look at guys like Bob McCain and Eric Rowe, and Trey Brown from Oklahoma is supposed to be like one of the fastest guys in the draft, from what I've read. So even Byron before he switched to the corner. So who was yeah, that? he loves Flores loves those versatile guys. Byron Jones. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I might be, I might do that just because we haven't really addressed the DBs yet. Anything? Travis, you got any thoughts? Yeah, fuck it. Send it in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, most people don't know we're talking about this point anyway, and I haven't looked up all these guys. I don't want to so. waste Thanks. their time. You know what? I am upset though because I forgot about um, with that last pick, and I just now I'm thinking about it. I forgot to ask, which is pointless now, but. I forgot to ask about uh, Dylan Hayes from Notre Dame if he was available. I just I just kind of assumed he wasn't, but now that I'm thinking of it, like dang it, that's actually who I would have taken. I think he's ranked at like in the 150 area, so I would assume he's. I know that's what I thought too, but yeah, I think he was. Whatever, that's just I just forgot that that was that's what I would have would have done with the last pick, but yeah, take go with Cody's dude. Sure, great. Yep. (laughs) All right. that concludes the mock draft, so we'll, uh, I'll read off who we got. We got Devontae How'd we do? at 7 after we traded back. Najee Harris at 18. Jalen Mayfield, offensive tackle Michigan at 36. Then Jalen Phillips with our other trade in the picks. Uh, Baron Browning, linebacker, Ohio State. Elijah Moore to fill up that other wide receiver slot. Osa Odeguzawa, defensive tackle UCLA. And then Trey Brown. Uh, that's a solid yeah, draft. Yeah, I, I really I like that. 
But do you guys have any picks looking back you wish you would have changed after you saw who fell? Yeah, I'm still pissed you guys took away my Amari <laughs> Rogers pick. But, uh, <laughs> no, I wouldn't change. I wouldn't change anything. I'd be happy with that. And of course, you know, it's probably going to change. Um, we'll see what happens uh, with free agency. You know, since everyone thinks they know who we're going to take and what we're going to do. It's like, I don't know how you can assume that when you have no clue what we're going to do with free agency first. So, um, so we'll have to revisit that, but you know, I'd, I'd be, I'd be happy with that draft. I can't think of really, I'm sure there's a, maybe one thing um, I could do, but not off the top of my head. I'd mean, I'd have to really go in depth. So I'd be happy with that. Yeah. The one, yeah I feel like the one name I wrote down as we were making the picks was Najee Harris. But honestly, as the draft went along, we got Jalen Mayfield to fill the offensive tackle when I wanted to take Slater there. So I was happy with that. And then we got Jalen Phillips to follow to us and Baron Browning. Mm-hmm. We got all the guys we really wanted. Yeah. For the most part. So Yeah, the only guy I wish we really could have gotten at 36 was uh Savin Collins from Tulsa. Yeah. He's like the perfect been. fit for what Flores would be looking draft. for. But but getting Phillips and then Baron Browning, I think, is a great consolation for that. So I mean, you give me Smith and you gave me Najee. I mean, it's a miracle that I'm still on this call because after Smith and Najee, I was super happy. So at that point, it was like, you know, do whatever. But yeah. Yeah, those are boys right there. You got all the Yeah, you give me those two guys. We are solid on that. That's why I said I got to do a lot more, uh, a lot more of my research um, with some of the later round players. um, Because, I mean, like I said, you give me those two and then even the second round that we had. Uh, man, I mean, we're in such a good position. It's great. Yeah, right. We'll do a yeah. second one. Yeah, 2.0. Yeah, we'll. Yeah. Yep. yeah, we got the next two weeks. We got a free agency breakdown. We're going to do the uh, offense and then defense in back-to-back weeks, break them down, who we like, what kind of deals we're looking at, getting for guys and stuff like that. But uh, that concludes this podcast. You guys can follow us on Twitter. I'm at Chef Story. Travis Irish Bullfins used to be Travis Brunk. I'm at Princey Fins fan. All right. And uh, we would also really appreciate if you guys could hit the subscribe button to make sure you don't miss any new episodes that drop and also leave us a rate and review. We might share it on this future show if it's a good name drop. So we'll name drop you. All right. Peace. Peace. That was fun. Thanks, Sean. Yeah. I keep it real, my bros and streets. Diddy can tell this story.